0: What's up, five fans It's me, Gabriel Hernandez, here. We're live. Episode 131 of the g Meeker MMA show. It is Monday, the 18th, 2017. December 18th, 2017. Like I said, Christmas is around the corner, and... No, there's still a lot of Christmas shopping for a lot of people, I'm sure, and uh, the rest of you guys are just just chilling, waiting for Christmas, waiting for your presents and all that. I pretty much already did my Christmas shopping. Basically, just I'll tell you what I got here. I got like some PlayStation Four three-month PlayStation Plus subscription, so I can whoop some ass online. line. i just been playing GTA the last few nights. Like, I've come home from work tired as fuck, and I don't feel like getting destroyed by a bunch of people that sit around and play it all day. Or different people in different countries, different states. But I pretty much just got a PlayStation subscription. Uh, I just went to the store and got some, like, new underwear and stuff. Like, some Fruit of the Looms, It's so comfortable. And um just some new songs, nothing interesting or anything like that, but, but, you know, I did want to play online for, like, the longest time, so, <laughs> it was pretty cool, I wasn't gonna get, like, a game or anything, or, like, electronics or anything like that, but, um, it was pretty fun, though, like I said, just do some new lanyard and stuff, or, cause I lost my, or my last, my old, uh, last one, I didn't have it anymore, but, um, just simple stuff, and just, just easy stuff, but, um, Anyways, what's up, guys? It's good to be back. I know we were back like three times last week, but it's Monday, like I Monday's the day that all the podcasts come out, so this today, you know, busy. I wasn't too busy, so I was able to get behind the mic and uh, talk about some stuff. We got a great show planned ahead of us today, guys. It's um, it's a good one. Obviously, there's been some things in the news that have been going around. I'm talking about, but you know, I have some other things to talk about as well. Um, Ronda Rousey's career, you know. So let's begin, we're talking from, from like Ronda Riley's career, obviously, later on, we we'll are talk about potential fights for Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, it has been in the news recently talking about possible comeback fight in the UFC, oof, oh, we'll get to that, I don't really necessarily agree with that too much, skill-wise, and um, obviously we just came off of a fight night just this last Saturday from Winnetope, Winnipeg, Canada, um, Robbie Lawler. Defeated by Hafio Dos Anjos. Rafael Dos, Rafael Dos makes it 3-0 and with wins over Tarek Safney. Neil Magny and now Robbie Lawler. You know, from, you know, n- unknown, you know, un- really n- not the best, you know, Neil Magny, Tarek Safney. And they went up the bar to beat Robbie Lawler. Really lopsided one fight. I think the one of the judges' score cards was like 50-45. But, um, yeah, well, know what's next for him and and so on. Kobe Covington and more, <laughs> but anyway,s let's not waste any time here today. Um, the career of Ronda Rousey, is, you know, a lot of people want to hate on the career of Ronda Rousey. She's done a fantastic, a fantastic job. She she she's been at the top of her game since day one. You know, sometimes I think the game does pass people by. You know, obviously, you see in her last two fights, she just got starched. She had, like, no idea what she was doing against both those guys. And, you know, the game's changed. You know, I'd hate to see her take a couple of the other fights and have her with, like, a couple more losses on her record. You know, the the best women's fighter on the planet Earth, three losses in a row. And, and then she never, she never uh, comes back. I would hate to see her um, grasp three losses in a row. It's just like. Un- unheard of, you know. I think she deserves the respect she gets and you know, she, she's better off, you know, like I feel like in the movie world. She's done successful in the movie world, you know, she, she can work on her she's working on her acting. she's gotten better in the acting and she acting industry in Hollywood and she's looked fantastic doing that. And you know, she doesn't need to re- do a career fighting. She has enough money in the bank. She's one of the she's the first women's fighter without her women wouldn't be in the UFC. So you gotta respect where has come from. Like you know all, all of her accomplishments and you know maybe Maybe the game did pass her by. Okay, take that legend, respect her, and move on. You know, now we've got a killer in in a women's band and champion in the form of Amanda Nunes. You know, obviously she hasn't finished anyone, you know, in the last two fights. Um, well, obviously she finished Ronda Rousey, but the Valentina fight, but Amanda's a killer, so you, know, you got to watch out. What I'm saying is that you got to give the respect where the respect's earned. Like, she earned all that respect. Had Ronda Rousey not been a part of the UFC, we wouldn't have had women in the UFC. And look what the women's doing now. Look what it's produced. I mean, People like Ioana. Ioana Ojenchak, who's went on a streak for the longest time and has looked fantastic doing it. She has all these exceptional skills. She's a multiple-time world champion in Muay Thai. She's defended her strongweight title a bunch of times. And she's looked fantastic doing it. You know? She wouldn't be around if it wasn't for Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is a staple of the sport. She's she's done all these amazing things, and she has looked good doing them. You know, Ronda Rousey had that it factor at one point. You know, like I was saying, that like, that time when you get those fighters that you think about, and you think to yourself, you're like, hmm, holy fuck, how who's going to stop this guy? Who's going to be the man or woman to stop this man or woman that's so dominant? nobody seems to have a question for it but someone comes for everyone there is one person you know but you know I, I don't know if holly was that person but you gotta look at these last two opponents of ronda rousey they were straight monsters you know, ronda comes back she fights holly home, she looks horrible doing it it's a one-sided fight Holly walks off with a knockout win, and, you know, Ronda comes back. She hasn't fought in a long time, right? She's been gone for a long time. She comes back. She fights the best woman women's fighter on the planet at the time. Amanda Nunes gets murked, and then she's gone again. You know, I didn't necessarily think that, um... I didn't necessarily think that, um... That, uh... Amanda would—I mean, Ronda would beat Amanda, but you know, you never know what happened in this game. You know, mixed martial arts is a crazy game. Mixed martial arts—you know—see a lot of twists and turns and stuff. And and I really, you know, you, you just never—you oh, can't doubt Ronda Rousey. I mean, she, for fuck's sake, she's Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's been excellent. Obviously, she's not had the best attitude when it comes to a lot of stuff. You know, basically, like what I'm referring to, like you'll know, see him after the fights. Like she won't even go over and shake me, she hand or anything like that. So, you know. But, you know, Ronda Rousey's her own person. Like I said, she's making moves. And if she is headed to the WWE, I'll definitely follow her there. they will definitely be fun to watch, you know. Ronda and the WWE, you know, UFC stars going to WWE. You know, Ronda just seems like the WWE type, you know, former fighter turned WWE star. You know, she has all the skills. She has all the acting potential. and And, you know, she's a good fighter as well. You know, she's an even better actor. Actress, excuse me. <laughs> Actors referring to male. I don't really see how there's much of a difference. Actor, actress, obviously, is referring to men and women. But still, there's really no difference. But, yeah, she has she has all the best tools. She, she's done all the best things in her career. There's nothing left for her to do. And I would hate to see her come back. You know, just because there's nothing left for her to do. Literally, Ronda was like the staple of women's women's uh, mixed martial arts, you know, aside from Chris Cyborg. But, you know, mainstream media fans, everybody knew who Ronda was, you know. And- It's just the name of the game, but you know sometimes the game passes. Sometimes your head's not in it, and sometimes you just belong to something else, and that's really why you don't succeed at mixed martial arts the way that Ronda was used to, like running through people, having that first round armbar. You know, the the big question was for when Ronda was fighting, who's going to stop the armbar? How are they going to stop the armbar? And then the woman, spectacular woman. Former women's band went champion, um, not Ronda Rousey, um, well, obviously Ronda Rousey, but Holly Holm found that out, and she detailed a a head kick from hell, stopped Ronda Rousey, became the champion. Second fight, like I said, Amanda Merck's Ronda, she retires. Ronda says she hasn't retired, but... She's not coming back for right now, and you know, the MMA world will be completely fine. You know, no offense to her or anything like that, but the MMA world will be pr- completely fine, and everyone will be okay. You know, we've the, it, it, the UFC's evolved so much to where we've developed so many talents that we don't need a Ronda Rousey esque. We got guys, uh girls like Joanna Champion, and um, you know, Thug Rose, Vincent, Sage Northcutt. We got all these fantastic it's. Eight factors people that everyone wants to see. People that are, people are fan favorites, exciting people. The UFC likes that, and whatever the UFC likes, the UFC is going to go towards. Like for example, like whatever's going to get them the best ratings is gonna, that's what they're going to go for. Okay, this guy gets this ratings. Well, this guy does this ratings, or this happens this way. Let's go this way. Let's go that direction. That's what they want to do. They want to put on the best fights, the best fight cards, and the most entertaining fights for the fans. All right, you know. Speaking of big money fights in the news, Conor McGregor has once again been in the news. You know, asked about a potential return to boxing. You know, people are talking about all these Manny Pacquiao rumors, and I don't really don't want to see that fight. No, Conor, get out of boxing, get back to mixed martial arts, and defend the belt. You know, he he said he wants a, a real fight in, in MMA. You know, a real fight in MMA, so when Conor says that, it's not just going down and defending his title. With Conor McGregor, that can mean so many different things. From a super fight to a third fight with Diaz, maybe George St. Pierre, which was thrown in the news. And I don't know how realistic that would be. You know, I was going to talk about George a little bit, but I'll kind of put it together, you know, mesh it together. That's kind of where George and Conor are at. They're both greats. They're both UFC greats. So, like I said, like with George, for example, him coming back, being Bisping, you know, handpicking Bisping, beating Bisping, winning another belt, and then dropping back down on the weight class he originally were at to search for another super fight. This is this is fun. This is entertaining. You know, if he wants to fight with Woodley, by all means, sign me sign me up. I'm up for that. That's a super fight right there. And we we like super fights. The new era of the WME IMG, you know, the world of mixed martial arts, the world of fight fans. It's a bunch of different types of people. You got the people that understand it. You got the people that are that are mainly just bandwagoners. You got the dedicated fans. You've got the ones that don't watch it so much. You got the drunk fans, you got all that. But um the hardcore fans, this is the category that we all stay in, the ones we should be. Hardcore fans, you, you gotta love this fight, man. George George going up to middleweight, dropping well to it, being Woodley. Dropping that belt. Going to 155. Fighting for that belt. Imagine that. How crazy would that be? I think he could do it, but 155. From 170. George probably walks around. At like 185. No no lie. He, he, he probably does walk around 185. But there's no way in hell that he looks as thick as he did when he fought against Bisping. There's no way George weighs under one seventy. Because if George weighs under one seventy, then he easily can make one fifty five. There's no, there's no I'm guarantee. There's no like, no, no comparison. He can easily make it. But I think George is probably like around the 180s, one eighty three, one eighty five, probably. But you, you you never know. You don't. George is like the only one to ever know. But um, so for McGregor, I don't want to see a Manny Pacquiao fight and. The only fight I want to see for him, potentially, is, you know, just fight for Tony Ferguson, or, um, I don't know, I I really wanted to see him defend that title. You know, honestly, right now, all bullshit aside, you know, no more fun, at least not right now, just defend your title, then do a fun fight. There we go. I don't know how well that's going to work out, you know, especially with the the pressures on, I mean, like... Pressure of the lightweight division. Like, you got so many killers in that division. It's going to be hard to not deny the next person, you know, after when Cody, when Connor, say Connor comes back, he fights Tony. Okay. What's next? Habib versus and But honestly, if I had to pick a way for the notorious one to pull off the money fight would be to defend his title, you know, say he beats Tony Ferguson. Okay. Then fight Diaz. Diaz can remain out until McGregor comes back. Diaz won't come back till late next year. Mid next year. Summer of next year. We never know. But you know, I want to see Connor defend that bell and, um, potential money fight. You know, money fight would be against Ferguson because we wanted to see Connor McGregor fight for so long. We wanted to see him defend his title for so long. You know, it's been long overdue and it's kind of been over a year since he's won it back in MSG, UFC 205. Should be an excellent fight. You know if that ever happens. I hope it ever. Come, I hope it comes to fruition. No more of this Manny Pacquiao rumor bullshit. I hope it's not true. They better not be in contract negotiations because that's going to be some bullshit. No one wants to see that fight. That's not a sellable fight. Manny can hardly speak English. Show. That's not a fight for me. That you know Manny's skilled. He's a boxer, but I don't to I don't want to see McGregor against a high guy like that. That's gonna. That's gonna be madness. I mean, Tony Ferguson is the most legit. Challenger that you can possibly ever put out there. I mean, this guy has on, on the, the most unorthodox style that I've ever seen. You know, he has this awkward movement. He has awkward moves, but these awkward moves make him a world champion. These awkward moves get him submission victories over the very best in the world. These awkward moves have him on that streak, that, that chaotic streak that he's been on for this whole time, and he's looked fantastic every single fight you know every single fight tony ferguson just gets better that's all he does he just gets better he gets better he advances and he he does some more exciting things from twister submissions to to knockouts to exciting five round decisions and plus he's got a personality and plus he's a sellable fighter tony ferguson is probably one of the more sellable, sellable fighters in in the ufc's um in the UFC's is a lightweight division. I mean, for me, Tony Ferguson's a very, very marketable guy. He has a, he has a personality. He, he He's he's very upfront when he talks. You know, he, he's, he's just straight up. He's a realist. When he talks, you know, he's just always honest about everything. He's a hard worker, and he's a dedicated guy. You know, he's been waiting for a long time. He wants to defend that belt. He wants Conor to defend that belt against him, and he wants to move on. He wants the division to move on. He wants to go to other challenges. You know, I don't know, like I said, in today's era, I'm forever going to see Habib versus Tony. You know, depending on if Habib fights Edson Barbosa, then we can advance on after that. You know, if Habib beats Edson Barbosa, you know, that's the front run for the next title shot after Tony Ferguson. Because Tony Ferguson versus McGregor has to happen. Because if that fight doesn't happen next, it's going to be chaotic in the world of MMA. You know, we, we, you can't sit around and just, you can't sit around and like not defend your titles. I mean, GSP vacated his belt because, you know, he didn't want to hold up the division. Now, I don't know if Connor necessarily cares about who he holds up with all that hundred million in his bank. Probably he has more than that, honestly. He probably has way more than that, honestly. But, um, I don't think Connor cares. You know, he has that ego of that he's the two division champion. No one's beat him. You he's. he's stripped him of his belt because he wasn't defending it, and and he let the the division move on. And, um, you know, in that case, you know, we have a bunch of this logjam of great guys all combined at the top. You guys, Dustin Porteus, the Eddie Alvarez's, the Edson Barbosa's, the Habib Nurmagomedov's of the world. They're all combined at one tall mountain because McGregor's at the top. And they're at the chomp for a bit. They have to lobby for a fight for with Conor. It's just the real truth. That's just what we're dealing with in 2017. So, so for Conor, no other fights for him other than Tony Ferguson. And then after that, fun fights. And then after that, the title again. That's not, that's fine with me, honestly. It's cool. <laughs> I really don't mind, though. Anything with Conor McGregor is going gonna, gonna, to... Um, honestly, it's going to... It's gonna like you know. It's gonna generate. It's gonna have attention. Everyone's gonna have their eyes on it from celebrities to other fighters to media to ESPN to the news. Everyone's gonna be talking about it. Conor McGregor versus so and so. It's gonna make headlines regardless of who it is. So Tony Ferguson's easy easy sell, and uh, Tony Ferguson's marketable. Tony Ferguson can um can, can definitely um clap back at him too. So. So it won't be a one-sided uh, beatdown, verbally or physically, because you know he's a big-ass lightweight. Tony Ferguson's way bigger than McGregor. He's, he's bigger. He, he's longer. He's stronger. did not sound right, but you know he's bigger. He, you know he, he, he has more. He has more skills. He has more skill sets. You know he, he he has a chin of steel, and he just Tony Ferguson does everything right. You know he's a he's an amazing champion. You know he deserves his crack, and I want to see that fight. That will be the next fight for McGregor. Let's head on over to recapping UFC Winnipeg. Dos Anos, like I said, moves to 3-0 with the win over Robbie Lawler unanimous decision. A very lopsided fight. I didn't watch the fight. I just read it. I just read about it. You know, look at some highlights. Destroyed Robbie Lawler. You know, where does Rafael Dos Anos go from here? Tyron Woodley? I think so. He deserves it. You know, obviously, I think Steven Thompson lobbied for a fight against uh, Dos Anjos, but Dos Anjos didn't comment on that, and I think Dos Anos does deserve a crack. You know, he came up from lightweight, obviously was looked fantastic, he did good at lightweight, he was dominant at lightweight, former champion, he's defended the belt, and... um. Now he's at 170 pounds. He's looked good. He's being Tarek Safadin, very good kickboxer, very talented kickboxer, very dangerous stand up. Um, he's being Neil Magny, who's had some of the biggest wins, you know, against in the UFC against high level competition. You know, he he swept Neil Magny, he sweeped Tarek Safadin, and he's and, and, you know, obviously destroyed Robbie Lawler. So I think he's more than deserving. You know, we're not going to see. Wonderboy against Tyler Moody anytime soon. Um, I don't know what they're doing. Colby Covington. That's, that's all. That's the next thing coming up when it comes to that. But, you know, aside from that, you know, I like Colby. Colby's excellent. You know, he's, what he's doing with the game is, is definitely, is, he's definitely going to take over. And it's like I was saying, like, you know, he, he has that persona. I don't know why people hate. He's gonna sell the fight, and I don't know. I, you know, you you gotta be so open minded when it comes to a lot of these things, like the sport. You know how you feel about people, how how you do things. You know, you has gotta be open minded. So, like I said, when it comes off all those signs, you know, it's like that's a good fight. That's a sellable fight. So, like, say Colby doesn't fight. And I don't think there's way, anyway, anyway, Rafael is going to leapfrog Colby. You know, I think the UFC is going to go with Colby because it has a little bit more of a story behind it because, you know, Colby claims all these things about him, you know, saying that he broke him in training and, and, and this and that. He's been insulting him every single day on social media. It's fucking, it's, it's a fucking epic. You know, it's crazy. You know, all the things he says, you know, I, I asked him, I was like, you know, I was like, how do you come up with these things? Like, like, it's insane. Like, do you do you write these things down? Do you think about these things? And then he, he just said, "I'm a realist." He Simply replied three words: "I'm a realist." That's basically like just like, you know, whatever he says, you know, he does his research, he knows who you are, I don't know if you seen the one with, uh, Chase Sherman yesterday, on, uh, Twitter, he was, like, going at it with Chase Sherman, he was tagging Walt Harris, I was like, damn, dude, Colby Covington is just doing everything, he's, he he's on fire right now, he's, he is a mainstay of what everyone's talking about, and, you know, Chelsea did that thing so well, you know, obviously, you know, picking fights with Vanderlay, talking about Vitor, um, uh, and, uh, you know, Sonnen, you know, Sonnen and Vandelay was a fun one. Son and Vandelay. And uh, Son and Ortiz was a good one, too. That was two good rivalries for Chael. And, um, you know, he he talked it up. You know, he talked about Anderson Silva. He, you know, he he's just been a talker and a great fighter ever since day one. So I think Colby Covington's a fantastic fighter. And the thing is, he he's still real young. He definitely still is real young. In the sport, at least, I feel like he definitely still has miles left, like a lot of miles left. Like he's still real new in the sport. He's only twelve and one. He's twelve and one. I think it's twelve one 13 and one. Pretty sure it's twelve and one. Twelve and one, and you know he he has all these fantastic things left to do in the sport. And the transition over to Rafael dos Santos. Dos Santos, like I said, he is a former champion. He's looked fantastic. Shoot, he moved up to the weight cause, you know, he moved up the weight because he could he's, you know, depleting his body at 155. It's a grueling weight cut. Even though he made it, it was a grueling weight cut. And now he's pro- progressed his career at 170. He's looked fantastic. And I think he deserves an extra title shot. But, you know, with Woodley being out with the shoulder surgery, cause he said he did want to take the soldier, shoulder, shoulder, shoulder surgery. He said he wanted to take it. So rumor has it, you know, in the middle of that will be the tough show with the undefeated, and um undefeated prospects on there um and Colby Covington and Tyron Woodley are set to set to um it's a rumor this is a rumor like ladies and gentlemen. don't take me up on this but they're rumored to uh tough coach tough man that's going to be a crazy season it's going to get some good ratings colby's definitely going to put a, bring out a different side of tyron that we've probably never seen before if that does happen that's why the mma world is so intriguing, so interesting, there's always something to talk about, every single week, every single episode, there's always something to fucking talk about when it comes to the MMA world, that's why I was saying, so, um, looks the Dos Anos. you know, Dosanios versus Woodley's good fight, so, like I said, whatever the UFC decides to do, I'm 100% up for it, and, you know, I guarantee it would be a good sell, regardless of who, it is, like, basically, like, it could be Dos Anos, it could be Co- Covington. I feel Covington will get more ratings because of the show, and then, you know, go on to when they fight, and if they do fight, you know, they'll be even a better a better sell from the show and from the fight. You know, because these big sellers, you know, from the big sellers to fight Night. Or the preparation for the fight, you know, you you know that these people are fighting. So you have the fact that they're doing the show and the fact that they're set to fight, you know, you just got to take all the greatness in. Like you know, it's just the fact is like we don't get these rivalries very often. You know, we don't get these hard rivalries like that. You know, we we, we had we had like a we have we've had rivalries, but we haven't really had a, a rivalry like Tyron Woodley and Colby Covington, at least not. At least not as public. It's, it's not making as much headlines as Colby has. You know, Colby's doing the game smarter. A lot of people aren't looking at him like that. You know, they're just like, oh, this guy's trying too hard. Or or this guy said, uh, call, calls the cops. Or whenever someone confronts him, he calls the cops. It's like, because he's selling the fights, he's promoting himself. Doesn't mean everyone has to lose their cool and try to beat him up. Okay? Just because you said some words, I'm going to get offended. And, and after that, I'm going to try to attack you, okay? You don't fucking go around attacking people, you fucking retarded animal. You can't go around fucking attacking people. Ving them up because they they said something to you on your social media. Okay. Tough guy. Computer alert. No. It's stupid. It's pointless. Why would he want to fight someone that's, that's, that's trying to fight him because they're angry about what he said? So, people insult US, United States American citizens... Fucking insult the United States. I'm pretty sure the Brazilian community, but uh, insults their own country sometimes, or or comments on its countries. Um, you know things that they don't have. You know, like you know, people people talk shit all the time. So people are insane for for trying to go after him physically because of that. You know, it's not like he it's not like he 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 hit somebody that doom knows, or he beat someone up. He's saying some words. People are so offended. But yet people love Conor McGregor, though. That's the thing. You know, but he does it kind of in a different way. All respects to Conor. I wasn't trying to throw him under their bus or say anything like that. But, dude, Kobe's doing the game right. And he's doing good. And that's why I think for the next title shot definitely should be him because he definitely can sell a fight and he definitely can make it entertaining. And honestly, that's what the WME IMG is all about is people that can sell fights, people that can promote themselves. People can give the UFC a story to promote because the fact is Tyron Woodley and him have this beef together. Tyron really doesn't think Colby's on his level, Colby says that he can beat Tyron, he's he's destroyed him in the gym before, and he said that, you know, he denies that Tyron never talks about it, so, okay, Where where can the UFC go now? How can they make that a headline? How can they promote this fight? No, no other way than putting it together on a tough show, and where they can see each other constantly for six straight weeks. See, I don't know if I can handle strict six straight weeks of Colby Covington. It may just be too much greatness, too much greatness in one show, for everyone. Now that gets me to the end of the other side, Robbie Lawler. Actually, I've been seeing a lot of comments. A lot of different... Sorry, I was taking it hit. Obviously, got to be under the influence when we're on this podcast. Especially to provide all the best details. i this just kidding. Um, but for Robbie Lawler, I've been seeing a lot of comments saying like, oh, he's done. He should retire. Now, he did make some headlines. You know, he's done. He didn't make headlines in a good way. But, you know, he is the most hit fighter of the 21st century in the world of mixed martial arts, that's not a good thing, you know. But, you know, people saying to retire, like, you know, he fought a monster. I was telling a guy yesterday, like, he fought a monster in Rafael Dos Anjos. So He fought in Rafael Dos Anjos. He's on a mission, you know. He's on a mission to get that second belt. He doesn't care. He 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 wants that second belt. And, um... Not only does he want the second belt, but he 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 wants a fight tower movie as well. And he's put the work in. He's looked fantastic at 170. And like I said, he wants that belt that belt as well. So um, he fought Robbie Lawler, fought a, a man, a dangerous man, a guy with exceptional skills. You know, Dos Anjos for the longest time has been the un, un, underrated. You know, he he you know he's beaten Anthony Pettis. He's beaten Nate Diaz. He he's knocked out Benson Henderson. And, and obviously he slipped up against Habib, but ever since then, you know, he, he had to look good. You know, he only slipped and he slipped against Eddie Alvarez relinquishing the title, but you know, he, he's gone up to weight class and done better things. Like I said, it's a common thing in the sport now. In modern day UFC, in the current day, present day. It's a it's a good thing for a lot of fighters, you know. Formerly look, doing looking good at one fifty five, Frankie Edgar did it. He's looking excellent. He's the number one contender at one forty five. Donald Rony did it. Obviously, he was successful at some points in in at welterweight and and Benson Henderson, eh, not so much. But you know, people are doing the weight class jumps and and, and it's helping them, you know. Especially because not everyone wants to do this crazy amounts of weight cuts. It's a crazy thing, and um, it's something that a lot of us, you know, a lot of them, you know. Have to do sometimes necessarily to improve their career. So, Robbie Lawler, he's fought at 185, too. So, um, but for retirement, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, ladies and gentlemen. We just, Robbie Lawler, obviously, he fought before he fought Robbie Lawler. Um, before he fought Robbie Lawler, you know, he, he was fine, but you know, obviously, he got knocked out by Tyron Woodley. But, I mean, I don't know why he's, yeah. Before Robbie Lawler fought Tyron, Woodley, I think I, I messed up so bad. <laughs> it was embarrassing. But before he um, fought Tyron Woodley, I think he fought. Who did he fight before he fought Tyron Woodley? Rory, was it Rory? I think it was. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't remember anybody else fighting him up until uh, after Rory. Yeah, and then after that, um, like I said, he goes he gets knocked out. And then after that, he comes back. and He, he takes some time off, obviously, but um, he has an excellent fun fight with people. For people that said Robbie Lawler didn't look good in that Donald Cerrone fight, that was a fun fight. We just never know. Some people have off nights, you know. For people to call for retirement that early, I was just like shocked. I was like, "Damn, people have one bad night, and people are calling you to hang up the gloves." I'm, I'm sure. You know, obviously, he's taken a lot of damage in his career. He has obviously taken a lot of damage and a lot of wear and tear, but, you know, a couple more, a few more fights in him, and I think maybe that should be it afterwards. But, you know, Robbie Lawler's had a fantastic career. Like, if you were to hang him up and um, retire after that fight, you know, he he would would have been one of the best ever to ever do it. we, We were so fortunate and so lucky to get Robbie back when he came back as a welterweight, you know. We were so fortunate to get him back. In our lives, in the sport, and he, he's improved ever since. You know, it was like a second coming of Jesus. <laughs> you know, Robbie came back. He looked fantastic. You know, he went on a run. He had a rivalry with John, Johnny Hendricks. He beat Johnny Hendricks, and he he became the champion. Robbie Lawler became the welterweight champion. Robbie Lawler and George St-Pierre were among the best types of fighters that you could be like, you know, like classic fighters. You know, classic guys to come back and win a UFC belt. That's basically why, like, it's it's an exciting thing. Yeah, like I said, that retirement song like, is crazy. Maybe, like, a couple more fights. Maybe three more fights. Then he's done. Depending on how he looks in his next fight. no. You know, like I said, we can't be too quick to jump on, the, jump on and tell him, okay, you need to fight now or you need to fight later on this year. In realistic, realistic, Nexus, I do think he will fight in two thousand eighteen, obviously, but um, against who? I don't know. Where? I don't know. How long from now? I don't know. He he didn't seem too upset about it at the press conference. Though I maybe mean. he didn't really even look. You know, he looked a little bruised, but. He wasn't too beat up or anything like that. Both his eyes were open. He Did not have any black eyes or anything like that? So, I I feel like he he had an off night. Everybody has off nights. But um, potential fights from the future, um, I don't know, maybe Jorge Masvidal. That would be a fun fight. I still think that Robbie Lawler could beat Jorge Masvidal, though depending on the depending on the circumstances you know, you know I don't like to live off that quote that people say is you're only as good as your last fight you're you're good you're, you're very good every single time but it's just a matter of putting the skills together I mean, if you want to model yourself after that being as good as your last fight, by all means, sometimes people don't have good fights. Sometimes it's good to compare yourself to a fight you had, like, two years ago. Say, like, you had the most amazing, fantastic fight two years ago. You're only as good as you fight two years ago back at UFC, whatever. He still looked fantastic, though. Robbie's still a great fighter, a fantastic fighter. He's obviously a little bit up there now he is kinda of closing in on the, the end of his career, but he's still been a fan favorite and he still enjoyed him. So I, I think he has a couple more fights left in him and then we'll and then we'll call it on from from there. But you know, like I said, only truly Robbie knows. He only he only knows what he wants to do. And, you know, after that, you know, we'll see what happens. As for future fights for the welterweight division, we got some big fights in the welterweight division. We got some stars, you know. Santiago Ponzinibbio obviously defeated Mike Perry. I heard he got poked in the eye. Perry said he got poked in the eye. Hmm. That wouldn't be notorious for uh, Ponzinibbio to do that, but you know, I heard it was a barn burner. Uh, I, like I said, I haven't watched the fight. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> to be honest with you, like with all of you guys, like I really don't like decision fights. Depending, I mean, I do but, like. I have to be really bored To want to sit through 15 I just can't sit still For 15 minutes And watch a fight like that Depending on Depending on Like the magnitude of it Or something It just just honestly Depends on my focus level Like what I'm up to What what I'm doing On that day and stuff And Like how I do it I literally like just barely finished everything on my note my my like my notepad my notes basically like the whole notes that I had for today's episode I finished but I was like and like I don't even feel like I was done yet though that's the thing I feel like there's so much still so much more to talk about um let's hop on Twitter real quick and see what we got going. Remember to follow me on Twitter at GMeeker. MMA. I keep almost saying underscore because my Instagram is underscored. I don't know why I put the underscore. I don't just want it. I don't know why I put it just like Jimmy Meeker MMA. I don't know why I didn't put it like that. But um, like I said, hop on there and uh, follow me on there. Um. Oh yeah. Today after the podcast, I actually got see Star Wars. So <laughs> I know it's been out for a few days, but um, I got I got my new Star Wars hoodie. It, it says Rebels on it, and I got this um. I'm gonna wear that. And wear some sweaters, wear some comfortable sweats and stuff. You will look like a straight, it just look like I'm lounging. Lounging when I go to the movies later, but, um, the best place to go for, for, for the most, for the most, um, the, the updated news has got to be Ariel, Ariel has it all. Ariel Hawani, hashtag um, MMA hour. He's hosting MMA hour. It's a fantastic fucking show too. So, you know. That's the best place to go for the news. And that's usually where I go, but let's see what we got here. Uh, UFC officially moves Kamaru Usman versus Emil Meek to St. Louis card. That's good. I wanted to see that fight for a long time. I want to see what Meek's capable of because I feel that he is underrated. You know? And as well as his opponent, Kamaru Usman. Like I said, said, no one's talking about him. He's a fantastic fighter. Look at look at his body build. Look at his his build. His build, he 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 is a monster. He is it's crazy. My face cringed up when I said that. Like he he is a monster. Just like absolutely like, just uh, like absolute monster. You no know, no one's talking about him. It's because you know he doesn't talk to the mic. You know, he's slowly but surely getting out there. You know, hardcore fans will definitely be you know you know, supportive of him and, you don't want to watch his fights, he's a dangerous fighter. He's one of those guys that surely but surely is making his way up the ranks. And this fight with Emil Meek versus him will be, like, definitely definitely be a barn burner. You know, Emil Meek destroyed Ruzumal Paul Harris, you know, the the leg lock specialist in the UFC who formerly held on to people's limbs for too long. He took him home with them. He, He didn't let go. Like, that was insane. I'm like, dude, man, he busted up fucking, uh... He busted up, what's his name, uh, it, his leg so much that he was injured and he had to stay out longer because the fact, um, it was Mike Pierce. Yeah, I was going to say Mike Perry, but it's like Mike Pierce. He held on to that ankle, I think it was ankle, for so long. Dude, it was like massive, but like I said, Emil Mika beat the brakes off of, uh, Rusty Paul Harris in a different organization. And then Dana saw that. And then, uh, he saw that. And then um he's like, Let's sign this guy and he signs him. And then ever since then you'll it, meek's it had some uh I think he, he's won all his fights in the UFC. Who is he fought? I think he's fought um Jordan Me and he's fought um who else? They pull up his Wikipedia. Wikipedia is like the best fucking site to look up fighters like fucking uh records and stuff. So for like for the like the longest time, like I don't I mean, I like to search up things like this, but if Google starts charging, I don't know if I can be looking up fighters' records anymore. <laughs> uh, let's see if he has it. Let's see if I spell it right. Emil, yeah, here we go. M-I-M-E-M-I-L-M-E-E-K. Emil Meek. He's from, he fights out of trotterdam Norway. 29 years old Norwegian Valhalla He's a fucking Viking He's badass dude. Emil Meek's a cool ass motherfucker Yeah he, he He Yeah his only fight in the UFC Has been Jordan Mean. That's all that's, I'm pretty sure That's why I couldn't think Oh, I know he's gonna fight Kamar Usman But they're uh, at one point, he you know, they had the visa troubles, and you know, he didn't know if he was going to get his visa in time in order for him to sca- in, in order for him to fight against Kamaru Usman in the states. So he didn't have his visa, and he barely got it. And you know, the fight gets re- uh, moved from I think UFC two twenty to the St. Louis card, the upcoming St. Louis card. That should be a good card, a bunch of good cards. But that should be a good fight: Emil Meek versus. Um, uh, Kamaru Usman, definitely. I'm hungry as fuck. Mm. Damn. Jeremy Stevens versus Doho Choi as the UFC St. Louis main event. (laughs) Damn. And then um I was just I scrolled down for a second and it seemed like the comments and someone's like, Choi versus who? Because, you know, back when um Jeremy Stevens was at the two oh five press conference with Conor McGregor, he was like, Connor he Conor McGregor said something and Jeremy Stevens was like, I'm the hardest hitting or who do you think he asked some a fan asked him, Who do you think is the hardest hitting, one forty five pounder and Jeremy Stevens was like me? I'm the hardest hitting one for five, 45 pounder he's like this guy uh I remember exactly what he said he's like this guy doesn't this guy TKO's people I was like well, he's like when I knock people out they don't fucking move and Connor turns around He just savagely savagely turns around with his sunglasses on and he's indoors and he's like who the fuck is that guy <laughs> and, then it, and then ever since then he's become like one of the most notorious memes that everyone's been using so it's like fantastic Connor McGregor is a fucking savage you know so I said like Any fight with him is one of the best fights on the planet Because it's Conor McGregor You see how quickly someone can impact someone's life Just by them being who they are It's it's the best fucking thing about the sport In the world But Stevens versus Choi Is a fucking fantastic fight I don't know if you guys haven't seen Duho-Choi fight But that fucking guy Is a fucking killer Jeremy Stevens is a fucking killer UFC did a good damn job, um, putting this as a good fight. And if you guys don't remember Duo Choi, you look at his fight with, um, Cub Swanson was one of the most epic fights ever. It was a, it was a interesting, fight. it was a fun fight. It was a back and forth war. It was just an absolute fucking chaotic war for 15 minutes straight. Obviously with the rounds, you know, five minute rounds, you get a couple, you get a minute or so in between rounds and stuff, but you know, for instructions from your coach and then, uh, going over to, uh... Obviously, it was a three-round fight. It was a crazy fucking fight. It's fight of the year candidate. And, um, I think it was last year? Or this year? Last year? Was it last year? Yeah, Duho Choi's been out that long. It's, it was last year. Yeah, That was last year's, like, fight of the year. That was one of the most accurate fights of all fucking time. That was an epic fucking fight. I can't get over how crazy of a fight that is. So that should be an excellent fight for uh, the u s c to put on for St. Louis. I wish they had Tyron Ridley on that card, but, um... I guess not. Um, link pull up MMAfighting.com. I just want to lay down, but I know I gotta go see Star Wars. Let me see. i got gonna remember at the five-minute mark. I always gotta stop, and I've gotta submit. Um, I've gotta stop it because it's it's in segments. You know, Anchor uses radio segments, so I'll have to record it in segments, so i have to stop it every five minutes and, and type in what it is and then start it up. I really wish we could talk, like, straight straight up through the whole thing, but I'm fine with it. I like the setup. I like how it is. Let's see where I pull up MMAfighting.com. And then after that, we'll get out of here. I just want to see if there's anything we missed before we do wrap it up. So we got another show a little bit. I think I'm going to do one. Not tomorrow, but the day after. How could we forget? Honestly, how could I forget that? That was one of the hardest things I've ever seen. But um, MMA coach, a well-known MMA coach um, from out of Las Vegas, Robert Fallas, has uh, has um, passed away. Now, I don't know how. Rumors has it, like, you know, it was, it was suicide or something. It's crazy because we just got done talking about um, suicide, but damn, Robert Follis—he has coached so many great fighters. He, is so many fighters. He's he's one of the well-known most well-known well coaches in the game. Coach Kevin Lee, like Kevin Lee, no, more notorious for for. Like, he's a head coach of Extreme. I'm mean, lots of words. He's a head coach of Extreme Couture, obviously. And, um, damn, this is crazy. You know, he's coached so many great guys. And he's, he's, he's one of the original owners of Team Quest or starters of Team Quest. And it's just crazy, though. MMA World definitely does more mourn a real good, you know, MMA coach, you know, and this MMA world's really connected, so when something happens, you know, a lot of us get affected, so, you know, all oh, condolences to him, you know, I'm sure the fighters are feeling it, definitely does, it sucks, man, it really, really sucks, but, um, you know, like I said, condolences to all the people, and all the family, and all those friends, everybody, and, um, I just, just, uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a loss of words, honestly, it's just, it's just crazy, but, uh, like I said, life can take you any time, that's the thing, so you gotta, um, so that's something, you gotta, you gotta, um, be patient with all that shit, like, you, you gotta be thankful, you gotta say hi to everyone, you gotta love everybody, you gotta be friends with everybody, not, well, not friends with everybody, so that's gonna be crazy, but, um, you gotta, like, you know, tell everyone you care about them, and, and don't go every single day without letting them know how much they mean to you, like, as a person, because death can happen in the blink of an eye, that's what I'm saying. Now, for this episode, it's been strictly MMA, usually we, like, kind of mix it up and stuff, but, like, today, like, I don't know, I think I'll talk about it, like, I'll talk about Star Wars or something, like, on the next episode, um, on Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday, I'll, I'll talk about it on a Wednesday, then, We'll have a more animated show, but like, it's been real. I don't know, I'm tired. I just barely woke up. It's like, um, 10.30 in the fucking morning, and I usually sleep in a little bit longer, but, uh, definitely, um, I am gonna go see that movie, and then after that, probably just go home, relax, the rest of the day, play some online. <laughs> Fuck some people up in UFC, I think I'm gonna play UFC 2 online as well today You know, I've been up, I've been trying to make some millions in Grand Theft Auto But, you know, just been playing the off missions And it's fun to play with people sometimes But some of the missions are a little hard because you haven't played them in a while and stuff So it's been kind of a a pain in the ass, but, um I think that is it for us today, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys all for joining us here on this episode of the Chimic and Show, episode 131. You guys know where to find me. Like I said, we recapped everything today, talked about everything. You know, those are just some key things that I, I was thinking about for the past few days. And I was figured, you know. Why don't we talk about them on Monday's episode of the g MMA show? I almost didn't want to do one today because I'm just so tired and lazy. But I was like, you know, everyone releases them on Mondays. I was like, you got to do it, dude. It's your homework. You got to do this. So I did it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I did it. And here we are. But like I said, you guys know where to find me, at G-Meeker underscore MMA on Instagram. You see it. Got it right there. And you get me on Twitter. You follow me on Twitter, at G-Meeker MMA. If you want to get your ass beat on, uh, PlayStation, add me at obey with two y's, O-B-E-Y-Y underscore Gabriel 209. Like I said, at obey with two y's underscore Gabriel 209. If you want to play, we can play some Call of Duty, play, play some Star Wars Battlefront 2. I'll play Grand Theft Auto, UFC 2, and, and so on. Uh, but, um, we should have some fun with that. Um, add me on snap at GMeeker, Meeker un- G- at GMeeker MMA, not underscore. See, I get fucking caught up with this and watch if I change it to the, um, GMeeker MMA and keep it, um, a G-Meeker underscore MMA and keep saying GMeeker MMA flat without just like, it's, it's gonna be like the opposite. Like, I change it. And I say the original thing that I wasn't trying to say. Now it's like, I'm just trying to say MMA underscore on every single time. It's like GMeeker underscore MMA. G Meeker MMA. it's like I mix it up. I don't even, I don't, know. it's confusing sometimes, but you guys know where to find me. Like I said, facebook.com slash baby one, two, three, facebook.com slash gabriel the king Hernandez, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate the support, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back on Wednesday. And then after that Wednesday, I think we're have an episode of segments as well. So we should have a good, fun week for you guys. The last, for the last, uh, couple podcasts for December. Like I said, guys, we'll be back next. Well, not next week. I see that. I say that all the time. We'll be back on Wednesday. I'm mean, just saying next week, but we'll be back on Wednesday, guys. And we'll recap a, recap whatever happens in the next few days. And as well as talk about Star Wars and I'll give my opinion on it. You know? I'll talk about it. I may even talk about it tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe just kidding, but I'll probably will we'll definitely be back on Wednesday, guys. But like I said, thanks to Anchor Radio. Thanks to everybody listening to this podcast. Um, and thanks to all the support. Thanks to all the listeners. Thanks to all the fans. Thank you, guys. And we'll be back next week. G. Meeker MMA out, baby.